your thing bouncing. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all ready? You're ready to be a man? <laughs> you just asked me why my thing was bouncing. I don't know what pause. that's about. Pause. Wait, here no, you go. Everybody Anarchy. saw what. I catch yeah, you again. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be off the chain tonight. Y'all get ready. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Without valor, freedom dies. This is my shield. I bear it before me into battle, but it is not mine alone. It protects my brother on my left. It protects my city. I will never let my brother out of its shadow, nor my city out of its shelter. I will die with my shield before me, facing the enemy. Yeah. Either uh, I'm either I'm either leaving with with my shield or on it, and uh, that's kind of uh, that's kind of where we are right now. That's what we wanted to, to to do here because you know we just came off of Father's Day weekend and we we have all witnessed the the attack on uh, masculinity the world over and what that is targeted at and the reasons behind that is what we want to get into. And then also um, what we can do to, to try to kind of combat it. But before we do that, Marcus, you had uh, some words you wanted to say to kind of clarify something, just in case anybody had some uh, misgivings, maybe. Sure. The first thing I wanted to say is, yes, I am proud to be a man and I happen to be a straight man. Just because someone is gay, transgender, whatever the hell letter or craziness they come up with to put behind you does not change the fact that you are a man. A man defends his family. He is the breadwinner. He is the person who defends everyone in the family. And I don't care what your sexuality is. Be a fucking man and defend your your household, defend your life, defend your freedom, defend your kids, defend your mate. And um, the people that try to mix those two, uh, those two, you know, issues are doing so on purpose because they know that, uh, that everything they can do to water down masculinity, rather, whether it, it is uh, straight masculinity or gay masculinity is uh, in the advantage of the state and the shithole people that are trying to run the world. So um, I just wanted to make sure people understood thoroughly that when we say be a man, we don't mean don't be gay. I, I, I don't give a shit. I'm not gay, but I don't care what you do. Now, don't show it to a bunch of kids. That's not being a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's being a weirdo. Right. Um, and we're not, yeah, we're not about that. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, we all watch The Wire, right? Like, you know, you might be Omar. I don't know. Like, uh, it, it's you still, you still got to be a man. Um, Omar went through the whole world trying to uh, take up for his boy Brandon. Um, so, uh, so anyway, it's. Uh, it's it's a it's a weird world out there. Um, Nico, my man, what uh, what was what was Father's Day weekend like around your way? I know that was also your birthday, so uh, happy birthday, by the way. Everybody, get, tell Nico happy birthday. It's his birthday. Uh, birthday it was his Nico. birthday. So, <laughs> what are you doing? You're not. 
You're not. You're not, you're not, not you there you are. Oh, Damn. thank you. I'm sorry. Hey, amen, amen, amen. Look, this is number two, you and me. All right, number three, we throw our hands. It's got to be through the computer screen, but I don't know who's <laughs> going to win it. But, uh, nah, it's an interesting perspective for me because, um, as you know, I am brown-skinned, uh, and they threw Juneteenth right, right there. And mm-hmm. one thing that I've kind of noticed is, is that Juneteenth was placed purposely on Father's Day. Like it's not purposely, but like I'd see. I wish you would try and put a holiday on Mother's Day. Try and replace Mama's Day. <laughs> yeah, go okay. ahead and try it for you, sure. You don't know the riots that be coming down your throat, and Nick. So, um, mm. it's weird. It's people with like, uteruses day, Nico. <laughs> My bad, but uh, there's. Birthing um, parent, birthing person's day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, they kind of fucked up when they did that. It was like it. It's like a mix of oh well, we want to celebrate a black holiday, but all the black people's communities are fucked up because not a lot of black masculine figures mm. are there. And so when you can throw another thing on top of that piece of cake, you don't really taste the coconut and the vanilla. Something can overpower it. You feel me? So. Sure. It was a fun experience to be able to see my dad, be able to hang out with all of his kids. Um, my uncle, uh, I am no father, no sir. We're waiting on the banks to roll in, or the mother, <laughs> one of the two. But um, get that money right first. You feel me? You feel me? Look, so, just to tell you. Uh, but other than that, like I, I felt strange to the holiday overall because they're working on like overshadowing a father's day and one of the mm. least prevalent figures in the father uh, in the black community is a father they right right they made sure that even on father's day we even said happy father's day to moms and i didn't mm. recognize that until i got older yeah. yeah i saw some was was it one of y'all that posted the video somebody uh put a video up that they had where they had this guy he was saying he's like i'm not celebrating single mothers on father's day Sorry, I'm not, I'm not doing it. But you know, it's like this. It's like so weird. It's like okay, yeah, there's some bad dads, but that doesn't mean that you eradicate them. You you yeah, that you. Anyway, it's just it's it's very bizarre. And I I kind of I have to take it back to uh, Shamika Michelle when we had her on and when she described her relationship with her ex, where they recognized they both recognized how important it is to have both parents involved in a child's life. And she and her, her ex had decided rather than like, they have their own differences. They decided they wanted to go their separate ways, but they wanted to work together to cooperate, to make sure that their kids got what they needed. And there are too many parents, even in, in situations where there's not really any reason other than spite and bitterness and resentment that people will actually like weaponize their children against each other. On God, say it again, Chad. They they will weaponize their children against each other. And sure. the children, what you have to recognize, and this is what this is what really pisses me off about this is every child is a mixture of those two biological people that put them on this earth. There are tendencies, there are genetic traits, there are all sorts of things that you get from your parents. And I I know that there are situations parents get killed or it's a horrible situation and the, the kid has, you know, ha, there's no choice but for the kid to end up in adoption or in foster care. And you hope that they find uh, a, a proper family. But we cannot 
argue that that it's wrong to say that the optimum is for both biological parents to have an active, important, and sustained role in every child's life. That that is better for the kid. Um, And so what I appreciate about what she did is that rather than the the maybe anger or frustration or whatever resentment or anything like that that she and her ex may have had for each other rather than weaponizing the children against each other or against uh weaponizing them against themselves um they chose to put all that stuff aside and focus on making sure that the kids had what they needed and if that meant that they had to have a better relationship than they would have had if they didn't have kids then they went ahead and made that happen. They put in the work and, and it's, you got to sacrifice. Sometimes it's, it, it takes that. It takes putting yourself second. Uh, and I, I saw <laughs> Carolyn Borsinko. She's one of these, like, I don't know, libertarian influencer, YouTuber people or whatever. She said something about her number one priority is she's, she's going to, uh, uh, I don't know, undo the GOP, actively campaign against the GOP in every opportunity. <laughs> Jeff, one of our guys with men of order, he said, that's dumb. You should, you should maybe have some kids and make them your number one priority instead. Like, how can that be your number one? Pri- your number one priority is to fight the GOP. Like, yeah. I don't like either one of those. Pri- and that's still not my number one priority. My number one priority is my family. Mm-hmm. That's why I have this shirt. I thought so. I wore this one. Who's your daddy? Um, I thought about wearing this one because you know I just want everybody to know this is where my priorities are. I have a daughter. Yes, she is beautiful. Um, I also have all that other stuff that I won't say because I don't want the <laughs> algorithm to get me. It may have already gotten the shirt, but it's not going to get me saying it out of my mouth. But anyway, um, y'all know the deal for sure. Yeah. And how was I was how was you guys' Father's Day though as a whole? <laughs> Like, how was it Marcus, you know, being a father? Because I can't. Marcus may know. not remember. I don't know. <laughs> For sure. It was a beautiful weekend. And my father's day in my mind, really, and, and it was part of the inspiration for, for doing this. Mm. I, it was amazing. Uh, you know, I had my kids, my wife, friends who came together to celebrate being a father. And, you know, I have a, a my oldest son is a father. He's a wonderful father. I got to spend time with my uh, with my grandchildren, uh, both Skyla and Kyra, who are awesome. Uh, Skyla is a little bit older than Nanya, and um, uh, Kyra is three. So it was a really good time uh, about family, and mm-hmm. uh, and now w- my family's different. So we get sat around and got dis- destroyed. <laughs> And I mean, destroyed, obliterated, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like everybody was destroyed. So we had a really good time. Um, my dad showed up. Me and my dad do not get along, and we still don't get along. But I was nice to him, and and my sister came, and my sister and I get along swimmingly. And I was nice to my dad. My dad was. Less than shitty with me sometimes, which is more than usual. That's so that's a step right. in the right direction. Count every blessing, celebrate right. every victory. Every For victory. Sure. <laughs> you never know. But amidst all of that, um, we also did a lot of talking. We had some friends that came over, mm-hmm. had an old friend that um was 
kind of a hippie and she uh was a libertarian leaning hippie but mm. she now was like yep anarchy i like it that's me <laughs> for sure and and i felt on friday night i felt like uh, the cult leader for hotep nation because one of the dudes that she brought along with her i'm like you gotta check these people out so i threw at at him a bunch of hotep stuff and he was like i'm about it that's that's the stuff and uh so it was a really good weekend and um now we didn't do the traditional masculine things like lifting weights and and uh <laughs> i don't do that shit on father's day either <laughs> right wait, but wait were, you, were either of you guys on the grill or were you so guys i was gonna say this is this is the first year in forever that i did not man a grill what? i was That's so i was so, I was so proud of myself i was so proud of myself um but uh but no so we had like my son had a basketball tournament out of town and uh they had he actually this is crazy from friday see friday and saturday they played 10 games total then they went they left 1 30 on on father's day to go to birmingham and they spent that they spent the last few days over there playing in a tournament um i think they played 15 games nice. in the last three days um wrapping up today they he gets back tonight in in a few hours um but yeah it's like he played 25 games in Goodness. like six days <laughs> so that's a lot he's of games. A, and he has like he's coming off a back injury and he uh rolled his ankle and then he had some dude undercut him in another game and he kind of came down on his on his hands and wrenched his like back war. again we like he kept, that he kept like playing that. through it yeah, fuck you, Jabari. I forgot to tell you, <laughs> fuck you, when we started. But uh, yeah, I gotta. So he says I'm gonna have to check the replay. He said, speaking of family, I gotta, I got a little king. Get a little king ready for bed. Salute to Marcus. Salute Nico. And salute Chad, my number one hater. That's so. That's a thing Jabari and I have. Where Wait. We go. So he, you... he says he says I'm his number one hater. Um. And so anyway, every time like something happens, I'll I'll like give him some kudos, and then I'll say, but I still hate you. Um, and then he just like he nice. he just he eats it up. So anyway, so it's all it's all wait, love. Wait, wait, wait. So you beefing with my man Jabari, and you beefing with uh, Wasted Talent? Are you starting? To, are you starting to list up, Chad? Are you 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 you, you got <laughs> right, that's sure. you, you Who else do I got beef with? Oh, Drew Sample. Um, I was talking <laughs> shit to him. He posted some. He posted some stuff with some uh, some like. I don't know, rainbow police car or something like that. And I was like, you would post this. Um, <laughs> Cause it's, it's like some police thing. Like they're really, they, it's like this, it's like the, the hate crime uh, arrest vehicle or something like that in Ohio or something. And it's, it's just so like, nothing's nothing says security, like a rainbow vehicle, right? Bro, <laughs> driving it's... down the road. Man, I don't even want to. And I'm not anyway. talking about gay. I'm just saying, yes, no, that is, it's just happy the, way, the, the whole vehicle, the whole electrical energy. vehicle. Because no, if you it think wasn't. about it, like, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Um, uh, fun fact: uh, all the electrical uh, cars are running off of fossil fuels too. So suck mm -hmm. it, um, exactly right. y'all just coal just vehicles. Yeah, y'all are just being just suckered. Idiots. Um, yeah, yeah. finesse so, game is still on point. <laughs> yes, uh, look, man, the man is. I was telling somebody today, like about all the all the stuff with the shots and everything. I was like, it's it's not all that different from what's coming out. Peace, peace, Jabari. Um, from what's coming down the down the pike with this whole Project Hamilton, central bank digital currency stuff. Um, it's going to be the same thing where it's going to be like. Oh no! This is better and it's safer and it's you know we, you just have to like give all your information to everybody and then um, 
oh, by the way, we, we might shut you down. And oh, by the way, did y'all see that Elon Musk is talking about um, wanting to cre- turn Twitter into basically like WeChat, which is the Chinese like WhatsApp sort oh, of uh, with deal. The, with, the, or with the credit score and all that fun stuff? Yes. Yeah, no, I, I already knew that this was headed that and, way. And so, <laughs> so I, I know like, I'm shocked. It's like, man, so free speech ain't free either, I guess. All right. Uh, no, so like, you can say whatever you want and we will watch it all and we'll let you keep your account. We just won't let you keep anything else. Right. Um, you can be so on you Twitter. Can the keep talking shit on Twitter yeah. all you want. All your show. Go ahead. But you can only eat three ramen noodle packets a week. Enjoy. Yo, I finally watched so- Soylent Green for the first time. Y'all ever seen that shit? No. Yeah. I mean, so spoiler alert. You can go ahead. It ain't, go worth, ahead. It ain't worth watching. It's not worth watching. The only thing that's worth watching about it is like you get to see that they actually made this movie. And the movie was made like in 1971 or two or somewhere like that. That's old. That's and the bad. setting is 2022. I didn't realize okay. that. <laughs> yeah. The setting is 2022. How accurate. And it's the future. You know, so <laughs> it's the future for them anyway, 50 years ahead back then. Um, basically, like the whole world is in <laughs> poverty, and you can't really do anything except for like the elites can have like strawberries and stuff. Nobody knows what anything tastes like, looks like anymore. Nobody knows what grass looks like anymore. All this that stuff sounds just about right. So they keep coming out with these new, you know, now there's soylent red, there's soylent yellow, there's soylent green is the new product that's coming out, and it's this stuff that they and you know how they had in the star Wars movies, they had those little squares that you would get and you'd like put it in a pot and put some water and, and it would like blossom up into a big loaf of bread or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's some shit like that. Like they give you these little wafers and you go get a bag of wafers and they give you like a kilo or a half a kilo or a quarter kilo, depending on I'm whatever the kilo. rationing is. Yeah. <laughs> so spoiler alert, all of these Soylent products are all the dead people run through a factory ground up and made into these little patties and they feed you back to yourself. It reminded me of like Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer with uh, Chris Evans. See, I never saw it. I've uh, seen the little trailer. Spoiler alert. Those little meat packy thingies were big ass fat cockroaches and they just grounded it up and gave it to them. That's (laughs) disgusting. That's disgusting. You just talked about humans. But it's not as evil as humans. (laughs) Right. Like, uh, you know, like cockroaches is disgusting i if i ate that and then found out about it later i would vomit until i couldn't vomit anything anymore um would, but to find out that you've been eating people this whole time is like yeah. oh and then they they just like if you protest they just run these big dump trucks through the city with a front end loader and they just go boom, boom, boom. they call them the scoops the scoops are coming and they just scoop the people up who are rioting and protesting and and they just turned them into Soylent Green so, too. So nobody yeah. questioned, like, hey. Well, well apparently nobody. Knew, I don't know. It's no like it, it's and like all some, these bodies are getting tossed up into a yeah. big ass truck. Yeah, it's an awful. Movie. <laughs> it's it's on some like uh, divergent slash uh, hunter hunger hunter games hunger games type, you know, energy where it's like you're you don't get to do anything unless they tell you and you got to stay in your house and you can't eat, you can't hunt and you can't grow anything. And they'll tell you what you can have and what you can't have that kind of shit. So like the, the ability to question you, you asked, like That's nobody questioned, you weren't allowed to question. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, you, Oh, you question. Oh, guess what? You're going to be made into soil and green now. Right. So, 
Yeah. So anyway, well, um, that's what happens when there's no masculinity in the that's, world. Man, you brought it back. <laughs> I, appreciate it. I was about to do masculinity it. when nobody fights back before what's yeah. theirs. Like everybody just said, "Fuck it." If you're masculine, yeah. you're evil. But the ones that aren't masculine that are trying to be masculine, that's okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> that don't make right. Sense. Like if you if you the only people who are allowed to be masculine are the people who used to be women. Right. It doesn't right. even mean anything. That's what that's yeah. what's so bizarre about this. It's like it's like I, I saw somebody did y'all see that thing <laughs> somebody posted online? This girl asked her boyfriend to, to to define what a woman was. And he it's like 17 pages of screenshots of text that he sent back. Of no, like all this stuff it. about how it's impossible to define everything. I'm like, okay, so peep game. You write all that stuff out about how it's not possible to define it. <coughs> Yet we there's all this stuff about like uh defend a women a woman's right to choose, which you know, I mean that's like okay, I, I, I get it. I still think you know, we've already had this discussion, still think it's horrible, but I don't think that the state uh being involved really makes anything better um and then the, you know women's rights and women's sports and all this it's like well what what does that even mean anymore at this point right so we haven't been able to define a woman all the way up until this point like no come on, come, come on humanity like but let's then be, somebody let's be if somebody's presenting as a woman what are they presenting as if it's undefinable like i don't right. even understand They're impersonating anymore. nothing more to, nothing less. Well, no but we don't even know but the point is when you can't define what is being impersonated, you can't even say that it's impersonating anything. It's we're, we're getting to a point where it's just going to be what what is desired. And this is where back to the masculinity thing, the the most and y'all need to keep your eyes open because this is the this is the real game. People, there are people who have their their different attractions or their different how they feel um, about who they are and everything. Their different identities, um, and it's some real shit that people are going through. And I, I recognize that. What we have to be aware of, though, is that there are other people who don't give a fuck about them and don't give a fuck about you who would want nothing more than to have all of us become eunuchs and have people made in factories and have everything else done by robots and have us being ground up and being fed back to each other. Right. And... If you, if you don't see that coming and don't kind of keep your head on a swivel for it, um, you might get caught up in some shit that you didn't even intend to be don't involved see it in. Coming. They are sure. doing it. Snatching 500,000 kids off the face of this planet. Black women going faster than anything. Mm. All of a sudden, there's an, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, a culling on our food, but we still have enough food for all this BS in these fast food restaurants that is coming through. Right. Like, where are they? Are they sent us? Let me not. We get the point, everybody. Yeah. We get the point. I think at the end of the day, um, the goal with the demasculization of, um, uh, or emasculization of, uh, of society is, it, it is part of an agenda. Part of it is men wouldn't allow this to happen. If we had mm -hmm. strong, powerful men, um, who 
wanted to defend their family and wanted to yes. to to be men, we wouldn't have a lot of the issues that we're having today. And one of those issues is that whether they're over sexualizing um, everyone, and I'm a very sexual person, I'm very in love with my wife, and it's clear that I'm in love with my wife when you're around me, but. I'm not trying to have sex be the topic of every single thing that comes my way. You know, it, it, it just is time and a place. So yeah, exactly. There you go. Whether, whether it's over sexualization or the elimination of sexual sexuality, they are trying to control sexuality. They're trying to control the world. Mm. And one of the tools to doing that is if they over-sexualize, the state is really good at causing a reaction. Mm. So, so over-sexualization, they're trying to feed the, the rise of violence as what being a man mm. is the rise of being um, not a father or a, or a husband, but a dictator. They're oh, trying yeah. to trying go. to rise mm -hmm. that up mm -hmm. as a as mm -hmm. the, the response to over sexualization to the desexualization of men mm -hmm. for the purpose of controlling the world. And because once you start controlling people and their sexuality, boom, you have the number one tool that people use for control. Well, that's our, our primary, like, it's one of our biggest necessities is to continue right. on mm -hmm. a, right. a, a uh, what is it, a spring, an offspring, a, a legacy. It's one of the most important things that we've taken for granted and all that. And for us sure. men have not corrected that like for all this shit to be going on right now is because of the lack of men putting down their feet <laughs> yeah yeah it, well and, the, and and taking responsibility for for what they, responsibility what, but yeah we we take a lot of responsibility due to the lack of responsibility and accountability women take now mm. and there's a lot more that we have to output and we still get stepped on and guess what? The white man is right. We we locked arms right now because y'all getting stomped on too. Right. <laughs> and so, like, what happened to that masculinity? I've noticed, and I don't know if I'm wrong on this, so you can go most definitely chop me in my throat if I am. But when I would see like certain white couples, the white woman would most definitely run that shit. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. most definitely run it. And when it comes to like, if you were to go back, like I say in the hood the man and the woman are beefing all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Clash of heads. I'm not saying that you guys don't clash heads because sure. the way you guys express is completely different from how we express. It's cracking Natasha. And yeah, so Natasha. how we move is, or culturally, how different cultures move is dependent on how the masculinity is ran. Mm -hmm. So right now we have a whole bunch of black kids who are dying in the street left and right because they pull in triggers. Well, it's because they're hyperly emotional and didn't have no masculine figure to be like, shut that shit up. This is how you confront certain things. Instead of, well, get the fuck out my house, this, then the third, woo, woo, woo. And then next thing you know, he out on the streets with his boys, all emotionally stressed and traumatized. Mm -hmm. And all they want to do is just hurt and then protect their block because they still have that urgency in, or that, that, that uh, value instinct, in them, yeah, that instinct yeah. to protect something. Mm -hmm. right. They weren't properly guided. Right, well, they're building empires, just like to quote Queensrÿche. Yeah, and on the on the uh, yeah, I love Queensrÿche on the on the sexuality thing too. I want to say, 
um, you know, one of the things that my my baby brother um, Evan, who we had on, I don't know, about come a back. year ago. Um, yeah, I think I think we should probably try to do that. Um, we he and I have been talking a good bit here lately about a bunch of different things that might might um, mesh well with where we're going with the show and everything. But um, cool. He talks about how one of the things that he deals with because all right, so preface if you don't know already, my brother does um, like a. It's gonna sound weird. It's a sex ministry all over the world, but it's like he he's trying to teach um, young people and and young couples um, and even older you know married couples um, about like a a, a Christian healthy you know um biblically based sort of uh you know approach to sexuality and approaching it from that perspective of you know god's image and likeness and what that means man and woman and how the complementarity of the sexes um you know really really brings that to fruition and then how like that's how life is created and and it's a beautiful thing one of the things that he tells me that he combats a lot is so you have on the one hand, and Marcus, this I'm, I'm kind of tapping into what you were saying. On the one hand, is this sexual revolution? Anything goes. It doesn't matter as long as it makes you have an orgasm, and it doesn't You're matter free. as long as it's fun and it's you know whatever, like whatever freaky, kinky, whatever. It doesn't matter as long as it makes you feel express that, yourself, feel that temporary pleasure. And what he's trying to say is like, look. The, the pleasure is a is a gift is a is something that's beautiful and and is good but the pleasure as the end only and not the pleasure as part of something else that's bigger is is part of what gets us in trouble because then it be, it can become addictive and there can be all sorts of other things where it just that's where you end up with people you know doing it goes all the way down to like you end up with some stuff with kids or 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 some weird, you know, abusive type shit where people right. are into like rape stuff because it, it's the only thing that they can get off on anymore. Anyway, I don't want to go too far off onto that tangent. But he said on the flip side of that is a tendency that is just as dangerous to become over puritanized that then we become this, um, we we see God as like this, um, this, this really mean cop looking around the corner to make sure we're not having any fun so that he can come beat us over the head if we have fun right. um and there are a lot of people who think yes overbearing that people who think that um those are the two choices it's this false dichotomy of it has to be sleep with whoever whenever doesn't matter doesn't matter who you hurt doesn't matter how many abortions you have how many kids you leave you know uh abandoned or or anything like that doesn't matter just as long as you're getting off that's good and the other end of the spectrum is no you shouldn't even enjoy sex you should just do it for the sake of only procreating and if you enjoy it you're probably going to hell because uh, god doesn't either. want you to have fun <laughs> you know like the, those are the that's the false dichotomy right. that we're offered right and what he's trying to find is no we want this we want this to be something where the act of love is free from use abuse and i can't remember what the other one was misuse. but anyway it's huh oh uh, well misuse and abuse are it's, the like, same it's like use 
use, abuse, and something else. I can't remember. That's why we need to have him back on. Right. He's way better at this than I am. Sure. But, but anyway, it's we, you, you don't want something beautiful to be corrupted. And so just like with whether it's the vaccine stuff or anything else, like, okay, we're not saying all medicine is bad. And we're not saying that you should never have medicine, but we're also not saying that all medicine is good and you should take whatever they send to you and tell you is good for you and you have to take it. What would be really cool is if everybody could be looking out for the best interest of everyone and not just trying to line their own pockets and make themselves make themselves rich and push right. it on you to do it. And controlled. Yeah, it- yeah, and, and the one thing too that I think we that we face is, you know, I'm a very strong man. I, I, I you know, I manned the grill this past weekend. I cooked the burgers. I did the, you know, I did a lot of the manual labor. I did a lot of the putting the mulch out in preparation. I did a lot of the carrying, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Amber fixed the food. Mm-hmm. So does that make me a misogynist because my wife's better at fixing food? No, it means that the person who's best doing some shit did it. And, and I was better. Mm -hmm. She's a vegetarian. We don't want her near the hamburgers. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you being a man and working with masculinity. Yes. It involves sexuality and yes, it involves a, a lot of this stuff. It doesn't mean that we think that women are bad. And we also, it also doesn't mean that we don't understand that that's not always possible. Mm-hmm. And, and the, right. you know, this is one of the biggest influences I've gotten from Uncle Hotep is that statement that he made that that um, most that the, the most advantageous family for any family to have is the male, the female, and the ch- children. But that doesn't mean that always works out. Mm-hmm. And but but if it doesn't work out, you know, I was talking to our friend, uh, one of our friends this past weekend, and she was like, well, but I, I and I said something very similar. And she was like, well, but I raised my son and he's great. And I said, I understand that we're not talking mm-hmm. about individual instances where, you know, it worked and it worked well. And it was probably better for it's, your family. It was probably difficult, too. It probably wasn't Correct. an easy thing for her to pull off. Correct. We're not saying that. We're just saying that that's not what's what's the norm, and that's also not what is best for the the the, yeah yeah, for the child. And not it's not the design you would make. You would be like, you know what? Let's design a system where there are no fathers and the women do everything. Like, what the fuck kind of who comes up with that shit? We'd be in the Amazon. Amazonian society. <laughs> right, I, right. I would be on stakes at this Wonder point. Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. So, so I think that that you know one of the things that that is hard for for men to deal with in, in our current uh, society that is constantly demonizing us is that that it's okay to be a man. And mm-hmm. I also throw into the face: I'm not violent. I'm not mean. I'm a decent person. I can be kind. I can do nice things for people. Mm-hmm. Those are all masculine qualities. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids know if my daughter is hurt, she knows come to daddy. Daddy will take care of it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's my goddamn job because, yeah. and I take it very seriously. Um, I want, so a couple of things on that. One is that I think one of the other things that people 
tend to lose sight of with this is that um, men being men actually facilitates, allows, and um, I don't know, uh, really like edifies women being women too. Mm -hmm. Like when men aren't men, now the women have to try to be men too. Right. Just like, like imagine if women had just been like shirking their responsibilities and allowing this agenda to be pushed (laughs) to where, well, yeah, but, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, then, then men would be trying to have to do the, the work of both. And, and we'd be in a similar, like, I I don't think it's a, a coincidence that the, the decay of the world, the, the culture of the world has come as men have been either forcefully removed through over-policing and, and the the uh, the prison industrial complex. That's part of it. Then there's also the 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 welfare systems that have replaced fathers sure. with uh, daddy government, um, making it to where like, oh, no, we we won't give you this stuff if the dad is there. So Which get made, rid of that motherfucker so sense. that you can get more funding. You know, perfect um, sense for you know people who are struggling, but zero sense for understanding how this. Right, shit if it's yeah, if it's a legitimate, um, if it's a legitimate thing, then you, you know, it 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 actually makes complete sense to have that be. Uh, shit, why is it not? Oh, uh, it won't let me scroll down. I'm trying to get this thing up. Anyway, so I, there was this Chris Pratt thing. I'm not gonna um, try to play it now because I can't find it. But anyway, he says, like, don't be a turd. That was one of his little rules when he did his uh, MTV Awards speech or whatever. And what he said is, if you're strong, you're supposed to be a protector. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be a bully. You're not supposed to be a dick and and throw that weight around and just use it to abuse people and to terrorize people and to exploit people to get what you want. Factual. And if yeah. you are weak, then... You need to instead of um, instead of being afraid, what you need to do is you need to be. You need, or no, he said no. It wasn't if you're weak. It's if you're strong, do this, and if you're smart, if you're smart, be an influencer. That's what it was. Not if you're weak. Anyway, if you're strong, like if you're <laughs> if you're physically strong, do this, and if you're if you're intelligent, do that. Instead of exploiting people, manipulating people, and all that stuff, instead use that to be a positive influence. And to help solve problems and those sorts of things. Yeah, but what what if you're a stupid weenie? What if are you you're, doing? If you're stupid <laughs> and weak. Um, I don't know. Figure out figure out or how you can help. Uh, um, go up to the military. Get you way. some uh, proper discipline under your belt. But but <laughs> I, I think it's more. I think it's more important to look at the the flip side of those virtues, right? Of being a positive influence and being a solution bringer if you are smart, and being a protector and a defender. Sure. Um, and, and a, you know, a, a heavy lifter. Yeah. It doesn't it, change. The flip sides, yeah. The flip sides of that, if you're strong, you could just be a tyrant, mm-hmm. you know? And if you're, if you're um, intelligent, you just, could just be a con man, you know? Yeah. So what he's saying is don't be the, the negative aspects of those virtues, be the, or, or of those, uh, those traits, be the virtuous um, aspect of those traits. And I, I think that's where, so going back to the, you know, if you look at the, 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 
feminine the and the divine feminine like the the fact that that there is there is a this image and likeness that i'm talking about we're all created in god's image and likeness well that's uh that's man and woman like mm-hmm. you there it, it needs both and it's i think when you have men not doing the things that they're supposed to do as men and then women try to fill those roles women do actually end up doing less sometimes of what they were doing before because they're having to try to pull pull both of those roles and if you look at the history of humanity no one shapes culture more than women man women raise the kids from birth to the point where then they They go with their dad they run the future Women they control run, our future. They control the down. future. And so when you start t- telling them like, no, what you need to do is have three jobs and let a daycare yeah. raise your kids or let the kids raise themselves and let Nintendo and the Disney Channel and, you know, PlayStation run your kids. I mean, uh, raise your kids and the TV and whatever, you know, like, like look at the shit that's been raising kids. For sure. Because, because of what has happened. You've had, you've had this this thing where now we have like, okay, so now mom and dad both have to work and maybe both have to work multiple jobs and the kids just like have a key and they just let themselves in and they do whatever. And that that's how we end up where we are. That shit did not happen a hundred years ago. There were no latch key kids a hundred years ago, or well, I shouldn't say there weren't any, but it was the rare exception and it has become damn near the rule. Right. And And there's, there's no, it's not a coincidence that it's also the rise of the overarching state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget that the state has, uh, has many, many tentacles. And one of those tentacles is the media entertainment. Yep. And that's where, uh, do you remember, you remember when we were kids, like it was go outside and don't come on, don't come back. Well, the sun starts going down, but you better be back before the uh, streetlights come on, you know, that yep. was, and that was it. And you went out and you played and you created uh, games with your friends and you solved problems together. If there was a beef, you, you figured it out and you sorted it out. Um, you may even fight a little bit, but you, you, you figured out how to work that shit out and you still stayed friends and you, you know, you went back home to your parents and everything. Um, now shit like kids are staying inside. Well, and they don't even, they're like allergic to the sun. You got to think. Majority of these kids are already fucking allergic to half near everything. So, you know, besides that, it's it's the, it's the lack of, how do you put it? You know how like when parents, it's like a new child, they're like, okay, we got to do everything to keep this little baby just safe. And then the next child, you're like, I got to grip one. You, I don't got to do that. You'll be safe. The other one was all right when he did that. And then the last child, you're like, oh, that little nigga got it. And like, you guys are a little, a lot more lackadaisical on it. Yeah. And I think sure. that transition just came over to my generation when it's come to parenting because we're the whether parent or well, the people above us are like the parents now, but like they saw that lackadaisical transition as well as I did. So maybe that implemented itself into our culture and how we take care of our kids, because sometimes people 
attempt to let the village take care of their kids, aka their own kids, you know, mm -hmm. and they become a lot more open. Granted, I'm not no daddy, so I really wouldn't know how this game works, but I most definitely had a daycare of kids, aka my siblings, that I had to most definitely run around with and just try and instill things. Like my siblings love getting outside because I'd be damned if they sat down and watched TV all day. I got yelled at for watching TV. Right. No, little nigga, you running outside too. Go run. Go pretend that your bike is a, a, a broomstick like from Harry Potter. Come on. Go race right, some invisible right. people. Like, I, I need you to do something. Yeah. Right. So, and that's why they've that's why they've got to remove men from from these kids' lives, because in, in, even even the idea of a masculine uh, uh, role model, they want to remove that shit, too. And, and the reason is because we teach our kids responsibility. That's our job. Mm -hmm. When a, when a um, mom teaches, which she does teach, she teaches love. And of course, these are all generalities, mm -hmm. but she teaches love. And my job is to teach my kids, don't do that stupid shit. My son, <laughs> you know, my son, when he was 16, you know, he, I, I happened to be that we have this outbuilding that him and his buddies hung out with or hung out in. And I was in the next room, which was uh, uh, our temple. And they didn't know I was out there. It was in the middle of the night. And I don't even remember what they were trying to get my son to do, but they were like, come on, we're going to go do this. We're going to do that. And he looked and I, I could hear him, but he didn't, they didn't, not a one of them knew I was there. And he said, I'm not going to do that stupid shit. And they said, why? My dad will beat my ass. If I come home after doing that shit all messed up, I'm not doing it. And so we didn't do it again the 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 it was my job to protect my kids and to teach them values and right. to teach them what right. what it means to to be a decent human being so they want to remove that because they don't want these and people be like why they don't want people relying on one another they want people mm -hmm. relying on them and if if we're learning responsibility and learning that, Hey, you know what? Dad's always been there for me. I can go to him if I need something. If they've got that, then they're not going to the welfare office, filling out 20,000 things and getting under the thumb. Um, I wanted to, I was going to try to get my, one of my kids to bring the book up here, but uh, my daughter said she left it at her apartment. So um, there's this book that I read way back when um, it's called living a life that matters by, rabbi harold kushner um and he's he describes what he calls like mother love and father love and because this kind of fits in with what you were just saying marcus um so y'all roll with me here and, and see if you uh if you picking up what i'm putting down so he says that mother love is that like kind of like the grace of god you know like nothing you can do is going to make me stop loving you no matter what i'm always going to love you and how great that is but at the same time how incomplete incomplete that is you have to have on the other side i'm proud of you because of what you did mm -hmm. yeah. he, say, he says mm -hmm. what what if you what if you turned in a test or a research paper or something like that. You turned in a research paper, okay? And the the professor took the research paper and just wrote A plus, didn't even look at it. Now, yeah. on the one hand, it's like, sweet, I got an A. Right. But there's a part of you that's like, 
damn, man, I put a lot of work into that. You didn't even fucking read it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you did. It's good enough anyway. Like, well, then what the fuck am I? Why am I what doing I do it in the first why place? Am I trying? <laughs> why am I trying? You know, like we need to know that what we're doing is worthy of something. And okay. that's the thing that you get from your dad. For you sure. don't get that from your mom. And 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 on by the same token, we need to know that even when we fuck up, you're still good. You're still okay. I remember Larry King one time said something about like his, I think it was Larry King, so somebody, uh, one of these famous old people. Um, anyway, he said <laughs> he said like, uh, you know, his if his mom if he did something he could do like the worst thing or whatever, and his mom would be like, oh, it couldn't have been him, you know, like like that sort of, like he could be a, mm -hmm. yeah. a, a serial killer or something like that. She'd be like, oh, there's no way, like she's my baby, we we need to we need to have both of those and those complement each other and that's part of you know if you think about the 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 soul of humanity mm -hmm. that we're talking about here like this isn't just back to what we talked about last week or week before about you know Ephesians six this isn't just about the the physical plane here. This is about something bigger than than what we can see and feel. This is about the soul of humanity. And when you take the soul of humanity and you tell the soul of humanity that the person who says you are worthy, I'm proud of you because you put the work in and you got the job done. When that goes away and right. all you get is trophy. the participation oh, trophy yeah. mentality, you 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 castrate humanity sure and that's and ironically we are castrating a lot of humanity right now um by choice um and it's it's just uh it's there was a logically yeah there's a there's a person who was who put this whole thread together um i i started following him um a few days ago i think their name is tulip on uh twitter or whatever but they're going through like how like nobody told them all the stuff that would happen when they did their transition, all the horrible things like they, it's some turn your kids away. If you got kids <laughs> anyway, there's some stuff that, that is not really calculated into some of the, the, this idea around some of these surgeries and stuff. This, this dude said that, you know, he got his junk cut off and got the other stuff, you know, put in his place. He said, it doesn't, they can't remove the whole thing. So you still have like the base and it still gets, still gets hard in the morning mm. and it's just a nub and there's, there's, and there's no feeling in that area. And like, you know, anyway, there's a lot of stuff that this isn't just something where you're just like fucking changing outfits. No, right at all. This is devastating. And the, and he's talking about like, he's going to sue. Um, he's trying sue. to detransition back the other way. And it's, some of the stuff's irreparable, but anyway, it's a metaphor, I think, <laughs> for like what's happening. Like we we are taking that part of us that 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 needs to know, that has a burning desire to know that we are good enough, not just because we know that if we fall down, mommy's gonna pick us up and kiss our kiss and and, and you know make uh, manage our boo-boos, you know. Yeah, we need to know that the dad who we look to for approval approves of us. Brian, for sure. 
And, and yeah, in something you said earlier too, you were talking about um, the, the divine feminine and I, the divine feminine is huge for me. The, the big seven pointed star behind me symbolizes the divine feminine. Mm -hmm. You know, the divine feminine is, is, is major and in, in the divine feminine is things like the, 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 you know, the taking care of the hearth. It's the, it, it's the, 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 undying love many of the things you talked about but when you remove the masculine you're also removing the divine masculine we're talking about jebus we, we're mm. getting rid of jesus with this we're getting rid of jupiter we're getting rid of we're not just getting rid of mars you know mars could be a shit bag sometimes mm. yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not just getting rid of him mm. we're getting rid of you know dionysus is who is the power of having fun <laughs> you know we're getting mm. rid of the male godhead and we can't do that shit either you know that's not going to work we're trying to create a sculpture well, you with, know, with one you arm know, they, they gave it a, a, a very very fancy word for it that everybody hates now it's called patriarchy yeah and, um, take down the patriarchy <laughs> y'all know Who's that there. Whoever the hell came up with that was some fools and <laughs> on some bullshit because we know that shit that shit was equal parts matriarchy too. Yes. I'm like I'm about to say like okay, <laughs> I understand how certain people think that patriarchy just runs shit, but no, that's not how it goes, love. Because I'm in a Haitian family and we run off of a matriarchy at this point. My grandmother ain't nobody to fuck with, so um, <laughs> there's a lot of things that run either patriarchal or matriarchal, but. It's always a balance between it. Mm -hmm. There will always be a balance. Mm -hmm. sure. It don't matter if it's behind closed doors or in a big ass council. There's always a balance. And Mother Nature is the biggest point to prove to it. Mother Nature is the scariest bitch on here, but some of the most dangerous fucking things are male animals. For sure. And, and, you know, in the on the tree of life in Kabbalah, there's a balance between the the pillar of severity and the pillar of mildness. The pillar of severity is the feminine side. Get the peep this. This is the the uh, the balance is. The, these are going to sound familiar. They are the the kingdom, the foundation, the, just the meaning of each of the sephira that uh, are on each side and in the middle. In the middle is basically. The Father, Son, Holy Ghost, Planet. <laughs> that, that's it. That it is the crown, the be beauty, <coughs> the foundation, which is Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and then uh, then the Earth or our world. That's the middle. The left side, uh, when you're looking at it, the left side is the pillar of severity, which is the female side, which involves understanding. That's nice. It under it understands war, and it, it which is also strength, and it's uh, and it is the accumulation of knowledge. Those are the feminine side. Mm -hmm. The masculine side are love and command or rulership and wisdom. So you're, you're losing your command, your wisdom, and love if you lose the masculine side. You're losing, you're losing understanding, the strength to hold it, and the knowledge to learn something new if you eliminate the female side. The, the, we have to have it all. It is important to, to move as human beings, as a solid human being, with all of these powers going our, with us. Because and you can get away with that middle pillar because it assumes mm. that you balance the other two. But if you are on one side or the other, you are either 
participating in evil, and this is directly from a book called The Book of Balance, you are either directly enabling evil or on the other side, or sorry, which is the, the, the passive side, the masculine side. If you are too peaceful, you are enabling evil. And if you are too warlike you are, or too feminine, you are becoming evil. And yeah. we can't have either one of those. We have got to be the power of strength in the mm -hmm. world. Men are important. We are, and, and masculinity is the foundation of the family. Deep game. So look, you notice how Marcus said women are the, the, the more aggressive and the men are the more stable. The stuck. It's how we have to move. Men have to be stoic. We can't mm -hmm. let shit disrupt us off our course at all mm -hmm, mm -hmm. women as soon as when men get mad we have to sit there and we have to look at each other and we have to still talk our shit right. while composed when women get mad oh you better run especially mm -hmm. if she got something in her hand you, you better duck <laughs> dodge dive dip and duck again because like women are scary <laughs> there's they are but it's 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 a beautiful essence to it but it's something that's overshadowing and that's overlooming at this moment in time and it's something that men have to realize it's either you create like either you're in the manosphere which is a whole bunch of jumble mm -hmm. and you 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 either take certain things from that and you try and go forward but then it's toxic so then you either go back on their side and you know trying to appease them then you're being a bitch and you're not being a man so like you have to, and this is what I woke up with today, is like, yeah, at the end of the day, there's consequences to everything, and consequence only has a negative connotation because you use it after somebody has done something bad, but consequences mm -hmm. are just cause and effect. So mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm going to deal with the consequences of running through shit like how I should see a man should do it and see it fit, and I will deal with the repercussions at the end of the day with it, but that's what a man has to do. So has, you got... What's up? You got your, you got your, you, didn't you say you got like an etymology uh, thing or something like that? I got an etymology. So, so you probably don't even have to look in your etymology book to figure out like what the word consequence actually means if you break it down. Con, C O N is like with, with or, or, or in. And then sequence, sequence. is next. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's just in sequence. It's like, it's the thing that comes next. That's, yes. all, it is. that's yes. all it means. It's like, it's like if you do this then this happens and that's what that's one of the other things too and it's kind of interesting i i know i bring this up a lot and and i you know forgive me if this is uh if if this bothers people that but but i i, I get a lot of fruit from the uh what what do you do? you said excuse me i'm like oh you're oh, okay you're, you're absolving me okay um no but like the so um you know the Bitcoin Mystery School people and like the whole like the Royal Path podcast and and that like the Bitcoin Mystery School. It's interesting. Like we did it to take a Bitcoin class, but man, we talk about so much more than just like I think Bitcoin is maybe like ten percent of the conversation, and the rest of it is all spiritual stuff and like all the other things uh, going on in the world. But but one of the things that um, that Vin was talking about is you know sin and what sin means 
and the mark. that the wages of sin is death. And yeah, so did we talk about this already last week or something? No, I, I actually oh, was yeah. using the word uh, sin in my raps earlier, and I broke oh, it down right. to being off the mark. Yes, that's the yeah, that, and that's what it is. It just means to miss the mark. It means, so if you take it back to like the Latin roots, it means without, or it means like if not. And so when you when you start to really look at stuff like that, it's like, okay, so the wages of sin is death. Well, that doesn't that doesn't mean like, hey, you did something I don't like. You stood in front of the TV. I'm gonna kill you. Like, no, that's not what that means. What that means is if you don't shoot your prey correctly, you don't eat. If yeah. you miss, you die because you don't get to eat. Um, if you don't prepare and water your garden correctly if you miss the mark you die right you know and so and and all these other things and so then back to when we get into this sexual stuff you know like there's diseases and stuff and there's all this and like all this like you you start you start doing a bunch of different things and it's it's kind of like going to uh one of these like uh free live streaming the ufc fights sites or whatever you're going to get a bunch of pop-up ads and one or two of them may actually like take over your computer and destroy everything that you have. Um, so be careful. Right. <laughs> you know? Maybe you should. And, and what one of the things Ben says all the time, he says, you know, you can't con an honest man. And yeah. So like, if you're, if you're going to try to get the, the free live streams, well, you're, be op- you're open yourself up to get got yeah. because you're trying to get over on something and and now it's not to say that there there aren't some other things god bless you that there aren't some other things that could happen like the thing that anyway the thing that happened to to, to me was like it was me and like 130 other people who all have the same uh internet service provider so like uh i don't know who who uh let the, the bad guys in the back door but it got ugly anyway so the point being though that everything has a consequence. And so when you do certain things, Murphy's law, all of the things that are possible can happen. All, everything that can happen or everything. No, what is it? It's Murphy's law gets like a bad rap because it sounds like it's like something of like Murphy's law, haha, bad things happen. Like, no, all, it, all Murphy's law is that if something happens, it's because it was within the possibilities of things that could have happened. Yeah. Which well, is, which is the simplest way of describing it. Like, no shit, motherfucker. Like, you're famous for saying something that's obvious to everybody. Like, <laughs> hey, this thing happened. That means it was possible. Really? You don't say. You're kidding me. <laughs> it was possible and I just experienced it. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, shoot. Right. In, in the, at the end of the day, I, I guess what we want to do is kind of get back to... What do we fucking do about it? You know, what is I, the solution? I figured that was one of your boys, Nico. I, saw, I, saw, yeah. I was like, I was like, I, I don't know what this is. It's uh, it, it, it's a Z for Zos. For okay. I'm not for no gang signs. Okay? No, 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 I meant, I meant what he wrote. I, I, I was like, I was like, I know that's not Creole because yeah, I speak no, French. No, um, way too nappy. But, uh, way too nappy here. Uh, <laughs> oh, way too nap. Damn it! All right, so the spaces threw me off. I'm like, try, I'm trying to read some other language into it, and it's uh, damn man. All right, my bad, Marcus. Go ahead. Is that Swahili? What the hell? <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. I'm not. Golly. 
I'm not as racist as you, Marcus. Come on. <laughs> I know. I I fucking hate statists. I am just oh, as, as bigoted against statists yeah, as they count. I'm, I'm against I the whole race religion. of statists. Oh. <laughs> right? yeah, for sure. I, 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 their religion is awful. But, uh, but anyhow, uh, the solution is just to be yourself. Um, and mm -hmm. the solution really is stop letting these people tell you you're toxic when all you're fucking doing is trying to be a good person and help people out. Stop letting them tear your bullshit down because this is all nonsense. They, you know, how is it any of their damn business? How, how you are to begin with. And if you aren't mm -hmm. worrying about, if they aren't, Aren't, if you aren't doing anything to them, how do they have any any say anyway? But my advice is to just be yourself. You mm -hmm. know, I, I don't change who I am. This is who I am. There is no, and, and, and I know uh, Chad outside of here, and I can tell with Nico, these dudes are just like they are on here. Does that mean that we that when we get out of here, I go see my wife and I'm like, welcome to Aquarian Anarchy, Amber. I'm glad that you're here. No, I don't do that shit. <laughs> that would be so awesome if you did, though. Right. right. I'm going to do that when I go downstairs. <laughs> first right. When I go downstairs, I'm doing that. Right. Oh, but, shit, man. but, you know, it's not that, you know, it's exactly the same, but this is what you get. I don't change who I am. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to manipulate you into being something they want you to be instead of being what you are. If, if it is your nature to, to kind of bounce off of something Chad said earlier, if it is your nature to be the smart guy, be the smart guy. Mm -hmm. the, learn all the shit that you need to learn. If you're, you're, what you're good at is uh -huh. fixing a car, fix a car. If it is your, if you're good at doing construction, do construction, mm -hmm. whatever it is, don't let them. And that works on both sides. I, I, you know, they tell me that I'm supposed to love sports and be really into like fighting, and I'm supposed to like know everything there is to well, know I love about ass whooping. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> and I'm supposed <laughs> I'm supposed to know everything there is to know about fixing a car. Well, that's not what my masculinity taught me. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, that's not talents that I possess. Doesn't make me any less of a man. What would make me less of a man is if I shirked my responsibilities Act and turned like a my back, up on, bitch, right, yeah. and turned my back on my family. There you that go. would that would be what would make me. That, that is the one of the biggest hoest things that you could do ever is mm -hmm. leave your kids right. and just walk away. Like at that point, you might as well castrate yourself because man. that's that's uh -oh. that's not a real man. Like at the end of the day, if you know the consequences of this of you like fuck it i'm gonna go raw and then guess what you end up with the kid and it's not with the person you want to be with or you're not in the best situation and you choose one of the two options and i'm not gonna list the first one but the second one is walking away from the kid mm. that's some real bitch shit to me one of the biggest things and the biggest joys in my life are my siblings and i don't have kids yet yeah and i never would want to walk away from them yeah. So if you do anything in that dis in that regard, I have no respect for you whatsoever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and for those that, that look back and say, well, I'm 17. I was 17 when my first child was born. 
17 years mm-hmm. old. I was still in high school. I didn't know what the fuck to do, but you know what I did? I took care of my kids. I buckled Amanda. down. I put myself through school. I worked and I did what I had to do to be a father to my kids. So mm-hmm. put your fucking big boy pants on, get out there and mm-hmm. be a goddamn man. Mm-hmm. And don't let these women do this shit alone because at the end of the day, that child needs both of you and you better get out there and get it done. Factual. Facts. I ain't got nothing else, man. That's, that's bars to end it. If you want to end it there. Sounds good, man. (laughs) I'll tell you what, some of the best men that I know are sitting in this room right now. Love you guys. Who's in there? I'm I'm talking, talking no, I'm talking about the two of you. I, I, miss, I, miss, I missed you guys both at Father's Day. My dream is for the Anarchs to meet my family and uh, and have Likewise. a hell of a good time. Likewise. What's up, Jay? I see you in there. Jay, Jay is one of the uh one of the guys who um he's he's uh anyway, he's kind of uh, maybe he's new to Twitter. I don't know, but I've been seeing him like um, pop up with like some of the stuff um, with Canon and with Uncle Hotep and everything. And nice. um, anyway, Welcome he's been coming board. in the Hotep's been told you chat, and then he's he's popped in here as well. But uh, good dude, um, he made a nice little. Uh, I don't know if he made it, but he put this thing. It's the thing, the shot of me at Hotep Nation weekend last year, where I'm, I'm like sitting in the chair and I'm doing this. That's on the, on the yeah, video see, open or whatever. Yeah, no, you and, and, it, and it has the, it has all the FBI people behind me and everything. He's, <laughs> he that, shit. that shit was hilarious. Uh, so I already tweeted that earlier today. That's, I'm that's gonna check you're exposing out. yourself a little uh, more and more. What's that? You're exposing yourself a little bit more and more. Look, Hey, so while I'm here, let me, let me just go ahead and promote. Um, if y'all want to come to Hotep Con, if y'all want to get a chance to meet me and Hotep Jesus, Uncle I'm Hotep, Canon Hotep, Cassius Cam, all the all the guys, um, Taylor and everybody, um, Brody is going to be out there. I'm not sure who all else is going to be there. I know Sonny Johnson, Project Rook, uh, Kim Klasik, and Wendy O are going to be out there. Um, so speaking of, you know, we, we talked about masculinity this whole time. There's going to be some of the most powerful most intelligent and and just like really like dogged fighting for your freedoms women in the world out there um at hotep nation weekend if you want to come out go to hep, go to hotepnation.com and get your tickets put in the, put in the promo code fbi for 10 percent off what the right? fuck i tell y'all I'm telling you <laughs> what the hell, i that's, told that's y'all this man's an agent He's i, I gotta get my promo down. down listen 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 I got I got to get my promo down. I got to I got to make sure that they know um who my fans are when we show up. When we pull up, everybody FBI, you don't have to you don't have to put on the gear and everything when you come. Will you give I'm me still a bringing hat if I show I'm up? bringing mine. I'm bringing will, my will outfit. You, will, you, will you give me a hat if I show up? Give you a hat? Yeah, give me a hat. If you show up, I'll give you my hat, my my uh FBI hat. All right, get, say hey Granny, can I get some money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah pay pay your bills first man get, yeah, the, no, get that shit taken care of uh but anyway no it's uh, this has been a this has been a fun show tonight i i really enjoyed it and um i i i kind of have to echo marcus's sentiments like there um there aren't two two men i would rather be doing this project with than you guys and it's been uh it's been really fun and i'm looking forward for what the next couple of years uh present to us because we've been doing this together for two years now and um, it's been pretty epic, and uh, I know it's it's only going to get better from here. So, for sure, love y'all, and uh, 
everybody, stay free. Peace, y'all.